Hey guys, what's going on? Yuri here. Uh, what I wanted to discuss today is just talking about leads and qualified leads. Uh, it's an interesting conversation that's been coming up this month. I'd say like in August, we've had a number of clients talk to us about like, yeah, like uh, I've noticed more than ever before, more unqualified people on the phone and not too sure what's going on there. If there's a Facebook algorithm thing changing or if there's anything else happening. And so I wanted to uh, mention that as well because we've noticed a very similar trend. And one of the things that I mentioned to my clients was, you know, you do, you do everything you possibly can to optimize, control what you can, uh, you know, do the things you can to improve different aspects of your business, right? But then there are moments where you just can't explain things. And there are times where you just don't have an explanation. And sometimes you get stumps. And that's one of those moments where, you know, that you might be experiencing that right now. Um, I think it's a lot easier to have those moments when you've been doing something for a very long time. So you can really check off all the boxes like, yeah, this is working. We did this. We tried this. And it's still not working. If you've never done something before, then there's obviously a lot of blind spots you're not aware of. But let's just talk about like in our case. So there's a few things we've, we've seen. Um, a lot of people booking calls, but either not showing up or not qualified for those calls. And I'm not just talking about us, I'm talking about just you know the clients that we're working with as well. And so one, the couple things I wanna mention here. So number one is we, we look at these opportunities, we look at these things that happen in our business and we do our best to put together hypotheses, right? Theories about why they might be happening. So somebody had brought up the fact that she works with parents and uh, parents who have kids who have ADHD, anxiety, the whole bit. And so the thought was, well, maybe they're getting ready to go back to school. Maybe there's distractions there. Maybe there's, uh, you know, money spent elsewhere, like at Ikea, where there's no desks at all anymore because everyone's bought them for home office stuff or getting back to school. And so that might be a reality, right? It might be a reality that people are getting ready to go back to school. And, you know, a lot of people talk about summertime is usually a slower time of the year. And that may be true, but I also want to, so this is what I mentioned. I said, although it may be true, it doesn't have to be your story, okay? Um, you see, it's very easy to get caught into, oh, January is an amazing time to launch because everyone's talking about weight loss. That may be true, but it doesn't need to be your story because you know, you know what else is another amazing time to launch? Let's just talk about a weight loss offer is February, March, April, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. So 12 months out of the year is a perfect time. And I see this all the time where people are looking for, like they're experts in industry trends and they're like, you know, this is not a good time of year. We're gonna wait a couple months. Like, no, no, no. Like, people wanna lose weight now. People want help with their health issues now. And we don't need to use the excuse of what's happening in the marketplace or the world to slow us down. Now, remember, that doesn't mean that we're not saying that, for instance, summertime on average might be a bit slower and people might have their priorities elsewhere. That may be true, but it doesn't need to be your reality. Because if we know that's the fact, if we know that's the case, or if we think it is, then what we have to ask ourselves is, what can I do? What can I do in my business to make up for that slack? 
because otherwise we become victims to circumstance. So if we know that now, let's just assume, let's just say that August was a slow month for whatever reason, and we could do one of two things. We could say, well, it's August, it's slow, that's the way it's gonna be. Option number two is it's August, it's slow, all right, I'm gonna take the reins back into my own hands and figure out how do I put together some campaigns to bring, you know, to bring people in, to bring patients in, et cetera. And all it is is a decision, that's all it is. And this can happen at any moment of the year. So the reality is like, okay, right now, let's say you're having people booking in with you for consults, appointments, et cetera, and maybe you're finding them lower quality, they don't have the disposable income or they can't afford it. You know, one of our clients was talking about how she had a phone call booked with someone this, um, yesterday who had $50 to her name and was living on disability. And so what I told my client is, I, said, I just said, listen, you just have to ask this person, like what was she expecting when she booked the call? Or like, you know, you know that's your situation coming into the situation. Like, you know, what are you expecting, right? So anyways, um, what I'm trying to get at is you wanna focus on what you can control and not worry about what you can't control. And so when we look at getting more qualified leads, there's a couple things we can look at. Number one is you have to understand the source of your leads. If people, and I was, I was talking with, uh, we just did a really amazing YouTube mastery training with uh, our YouTube guy, and we've done a lot of stuff obviously on YouTube over the last, well, since I started online. Um, we've had a lot of success with our health channel, but Healthpreneur, we really haven't focused on it that much. However, things are changing. Anyways, so, um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so I was telling him, uh, in my other business, my health, my previous health business, we would have the same funnel we'd run on Facebook, and then we'd have the same thing running on YouTube. And we noticed consistently that the conversion rate was not only higher, significantly higher from YouTube, but the, the average order value, if you will, because we're selling you know, products, funnels, et cetera, um, the average order value was greater on YouTube. And so why is that? Well, if you think about it, when someone watches a video of yours, there's more trust built, right? There's just more of a rapport built than if they just read an ad. Now, that's not to say that ads don't work because Healthpreneur is 99% built on ads and we've, we've done very, very well. But I'm, I'm providing context here because it's like if someone watched a YouTube video, what happens when it finishes? If you do things properly, guess what's gonna happen? The next video is also gonna be one of yours. They're gonna consume that, and it leads to this whole binge consumption type of phenomenon. So let's say somebody comes into your world after having seen five, six, 10 of your videos on YouTube. Do you think that that prospect is a little bit warmer than if they hadn't seen those videos? And the answer is yes. Now here's the thing is that just because they watch those videos doesn't change the inherent quality of those leads. And when I say quality, I think a lot of people, you know, they're looking for like people with money, but that, 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 that. Like it, you don't need to look for people with money. You need to look with, you need to look for people who have problems who want to solve them. It doesn't, have, it doesn't matter what their disposable income is. But the very fact that they watch 10 of your videos doesn't change the type of client or the type of lead that they are in terms of quality, it changes how warm they are to you, which can make a huge difference when you're on the phone with them or having a consult with them. They're already pre-sold coming into the conversation versus we do a lot of cold calling, right? We call clinics every single day in the hundreds. 
and we get hung up on, people have no clue who we are, and to make that work is very challenging. And even when we get some type of appointment booked from there, we have a huge, uh, really sadly a very high no-show rate, even though we have a very good nurture kind of warm-up sequence after they schedule that call. And the reason for that is because they don't know who we are, even though we try to warm them up, and we're the ones who instigated the conversation. And it's very different than if they were searching for the solutions, right? So I'm not, I'm not saying that cold calling doesn't make sense. I'm not saying that Facebook ads are a waste of time. I'm not saying that YouTube is the be all and end all. What I am saying is understanding that the source of those leads is going to really, you're gonna see a very big difference in the whole flow. So the source and how you warm them up is one piece. If we look at Facebook ads, right, there's a very, very big difference between running an ad that has one sentence versus running an ad that's a thousand words and is very emotional and story-based. This is what we teach our clients, and the difference in results is day and night. It's, it's not even like the same animal. And the reason for that, again, is if someone reads one sentence and clicks a link, they're not invested in the process. If they read a thousand words and they're fully bought into your story, now there's a connection that otherwise wouldn't have happened. So these are all things that we need to be aware of. And if you're not aware of them, then you know that's why you're here. That's why you're watching this. And that's why you, know, you might be listening to this on the podcast. But the goal is to think about, all right, what is the source of these leads? Did they initiate the search or did I kind of interrupt them? Either way, we need to figure out how do we warm them up and give them value, add goodwill, add goodwill, add goodwill, show them authority, show them credibility, build trust with them, earn their trust because a lot of people have been burned, a lot of people are skeptical, and you have to understand that and be able to bridge that gap in a world, especially online, where there's a massive amount of distrust. So when we look at getting quality leads, it's not so much about, you know, where's this magic pot of gold where all the quality people are. It's not, you know, there's, there's gold everywhere, right? In any audience you're targeting, anywhere you're looking, there's going to be a segment you are always going to be better quality than the rest of the segment. But either way, we need to think, or you need to think about how do we warm these people up? How do we get them more bought into your philosophy, more indoctrinated into what you talk about? How do we add value to their lives before we ask for anything in return? And so these are important considerations to improving the quality of people that show up in your calls, in your appointments. But even still, you're still going to get people who slip through the cracks, who don't have money, who didn't, you know, have no clue who you are still, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'll give you one more thing you want to consider is, and this is a big one, okay? I've, I've shared this with, I shared this with all of our clients. I shared this with some very high-level masterminds that I've been a part of. It's so simple, and I promise you, you probably won't even do it because this is a free podcast or a free video, and the likelihood of you taking this advice seriously is less than if I charged you $10,000 for this advice. So here it is. So when somebody books a call with you, actually, here's before I do this. I want you to implement this, and I want you to send me a direct message on Facebook letting me know how this works out for you. Please do that. Okay, that's the only thing I'm asking here. So when somebody books a call with you or they book an appointment, right, clinic or online, you're going to get a, some kind of confirmation of the booking. Here's what I want you to do. Now, I don't have my phone on me, but you're going to take your phone out, your smartphone, your iPhone, whatever you use. You're going to send them a text. Is this first name? So if I were to book the application, I would receive a text from you. It says, is this Yuri? Question mark. What am I going to respond with? 
yeah, who the hell is this, right? Because I don't know, I don't even know the number. I don't even know where it's coming from, right? So I'm gonna say, yeah, who's this? Like, how'd you get my number? Whatever it is. Your response is then gonna be a video text. And what this is gonna do is it's gonna be something along the lines of, it's gonna be, hey, Yuri, it's Yuri. Just got your application and speak with me tomorrow at two o'clock. Really looking forward to our conversation. I actually had a look at your application and I'm pumped because I already have one or two ideas that I think can make a big difference for your situation. Anyway, something like that, okay? So you're gonna send them the video text, they receive the video text, and now you've opened the channel based on that initial question, right? Is this Yuri? Because if you just send the video text, they may not respond and they may not see it. But if you send them that initial text, they respond back, then you send the video text response. What this does is it humanizes the relationship. So now they know you're a human, it's no longer just a software of automated messages, and watch what happens to your no-shows, right? It'll go down, you're gonna have more people showing up on the call, you're gonna have more of a connection with that person. Is it gonna mean they're gonna work with you? Not really, right? But it improves your chances. So anyways, give that a shot, send me a direct message, let me know how it goes. I think it'll make a big difference for you if you're not doing that already. Anyways, um, let's shut it down there, but here's the deal, is, you know, is it normal to have so many unqualified leads? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Again, there's a lot of different factors. It looks, you know, your marketing, your messaging, how your funnel is built out, all the different touch points, the source of those leads, etc. So if you need help with this, then, well, this is what we do, right? Uh, depending on where you're watching this, just drop me a comment below, um, type in scale, and we'll send you a direct message with uh, how we can possibly help you. Just ask you a few questions to work out if or how we can do so. Obviously, as you know, we only work with health practice owners. Whether you want more patients in your brick and mortar or virtually, that's our bread and butter. And um, yeah, so just drop a comment below, type scale. We'll send you a little uh, message back and forth to see if we can even help, and we'll take it from there. Sound good? Thank you for joining me. I'll see you soon.